With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday on which we got some pretty bad news injury-wise, Diogo Jota has suffered a reoccurrence of the hamstring injury which ended his season early. Last season, he was involved in a full training session and immediately felt it go. And is set for a scan on that hamstring, which could keep him out for who knows. Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed and touching wood, he won't be out for too long and perhaps he'll be back for the start of the season. But it's never good news to lose a really good player for any period of time and if he's going to miss a bunch of preseason, that's obviously going to have a bit of a knock-on effect into the season for him. There's also concern over Allison, who felt something in training and had to stop training. Now, hopefully that's something minor. We know that they are very careful with Allison. We know that one of the reasons they have had the likes of Adrian sticking around, the likes of Andy Lonergan sticking around, is because they don't like to work Ali too much in training Ali's size and build doesn't really hold up well to the constant repetition of the high intensity training sessions so hopefully it's more precaution than anything with Ali because we can't afford to be without him regardless of anything else we cannot afford to be without him he is 
the best goalkeeper on the planet and absolutely vital to everything we do. He's vital to how we play. His ability in 1v1 situations is crucial. His sweeping ability, his distribution, everything about Alison Becker is fundamental to how Liverpool play. So we'll, again, fingers crossed and touch wood that that is nothing serious and that he's only going to miss a few days' worth of training and nothing more than that. Uh, we did get other news. Liverpool have extended their shirt sponsorship with Standard Chartered for another four years. Now, the Times is reporting that the deal has worked in excess of $200 million over the four years, a $10 million per year increase on the previous contract. So I think it's fair to say that's a really good deal for all parties. It's a long-term partnership that we've had with Standard Chartered. You're looking at 12 years already. This will bring it to 16. This is similar to what Bayern Munich do, where you know Bayern had T-Mobile on their shirts for 20 years, I think. Um, everyone remembers Inter Milan having Pirelli on their shirts for however long that was. It might have been 25 years. It's good to have those long-term partnerships. Bayern still have T-Mobile. To my knowledge, T-Mobile have a place on the Bayern board, and rather than being a sponsor, they're viewed as a partner. You'd like to see us have that sort of partnership with our big sponsors, where they're not sponsors anymore. They're just long-term partnerships that we don't have to worry about. Those are just people that can have good relationships with the club and, and advise the club in a lot of ways and help the club grow from a financial perspective and from a brand perspective. The same thing you'd like to see us have with Nike, if that was a possibility that you could have the same type of long-term partnership that Bayern have with Adidas that we could have with Nike. Obviously, you'd like Nike to get a little bit more creative with the, the jersey design, but, you know, it is what it is. As long as the money is there, it, it's all good. But I've always looked at Bayern and their structure and how they're set up and thought that is pretty much the perfect way to run a football club. And I think the two best-run football clubs in Europe are Bayern and then us. Um, I think from a recruitment point of view, we're the better-run club. But from a financial point of view, I do think it is probably them. If you look at their supervisory board, they have Herbert Hayner, who's the president of Bayern. Then you have um, the Adidas AG general counsel and chief compliance officer. He sits on Bayern's supervisory board. So does the executive board chairman of, of Audi. So does a board member from Alliance, who obviously sponsored the stadium. Uh, speaker of the board at UniCredit Bank. So there's another big business. Deutsche Telekom, also known as T-Mobile, they're on the board. So having that type of brain trust guiding the financial side, the business side of the club, and what that then does is it takes away the need for those on the football side to even concern themselves with it. So, you know, we could have someone like, say, Billy Hogan uh, as the 
the head of that board. Uh, you'd like Mike Gordon to be on it as well, and then someone from Standard Chartered and someone from Nike and whatever other main big partnerships, AXA would make sense. Uh, I know people are obviously against the idea of selling naming rights at Anfield, but if they could sell naming rights on a couple of the stands, would that be the worst thing in the world? I'm not sure it would. I think that would be quite a good way for the club to bring in more money. And again, it can only help the club grow in the long term. Um, I've gotten off track anyway, talking about Bayern. So uh, there's a piece on This Is Anfield regarding uh, Liverpool's tour to Singapore and what it means to a boyhood red. There is an update on the post-Champions League final Senate hearings that are taking place in France. We're still yet to get real apologies from the two ministers who were so adamant that it was Liverpool fans to blame. Personally, I think both of them should be forced to resign. I think both of them are a disgrace, but that's not for me to make that decision, obviously. Uh, Jurgen Klopp says Harvey Elliott is like a new signing. Right. Um, <laughs> you love to hear it. You love to hear it. Uh, winger signs for championship club after 11 years at Liverpool. It's, it is Shea Ojo. Uh, he has... Where has he gone? Let's see. Uh, Cardiff. He's gone to Cardiff. He had been at Cardiff on loan, so that one makes sense. Jurgen Klopp details latest team plan for Crystal Palace friendly. Uh, looks like it'll be two teams playing 45 minutes as, well, no, some might get 45 minutes tomorrow, but it may still be a, a similar situation to the the three teams and, you know, certain positions getting 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so lots on this is Anfield if you want to take the time to check that out. Liverpool.com have a piece on the Jota injury. Liverpool want to hijack 51 million Real Madrid transfer as FSG sealed 200 million agreements. So that's obviously the... Um, Standard Charter deal. There's a piece about Darwin, a piece about Klopp, a piece about Ibu Kanate. Um, what's this 51 million Real Madrid transfer? There's a picture of Alexander Isak. So I'm going to assume it's something to do with him. But I could be wrong if this will ever load. Uh, Guy's computer crashed and has now caused mine to slow down. That's official party line from here. Uh, Chelsea Ford tip to sign Liverpool been linked with Timo Werner shirt sponsor extends and Liverpool join race for 51 million pounds striker um, to be fair while it would it, it's obviously nonsense and it would seem ludicrous to sign another striker having just signed Darwin there's no doubt to me that Darwin and Isaac could play together and be very, very successful as a parent. Um, Isak's technical ability, the way he takes up positions, how he plays back to goal, his ability to run the right-hand side channels, I think all of that would link well with Darwin. Uh, so you could play the two of them as a strike pairing with Salah one wing and Diaz the other. You'd be uber-attacking, obviously, 
but it would be a lot of fun. Um, if we were to sign another striker, though, I'd prefer Jean-Luc Iskamica from Sassuolo to, uh, to Isak, because I'd just love to have that unbelievable aerial threat. Um, Anfieldindex.com, no, no new articles at the moment, but do check out what's there. Imagine the carnage, new kids on the block, the importance of Nabi Keita. What if it is Harvey and my struggles with mental health, all written by Stephen Smith. Do check those out. Podcast-wise, uh, we've got the post-match raw from the United game entitled Preseason Shite Anyway. Um, Guy, Carl, and Jay. The Positivity Podcast is up. Um, Matt, Lubo, Paul, and Justin Wells. And part two of the podcast I wasn't invited to, uh, not that I'm bitter, the uh, Money Talks Recruitment Analysis Part 2, the Klopp and Edwards era, Gags, Mo and Dan having uh, a good chat about the success of the Klopp and Edwards era. So do give that a listen when you get a chance. And that's it. That is me for today. We have a game tomorrow. Oh, Under Pressure is now out. Simon Brundish has finally released the tapes. And it is now out. So do give that one a listen when you get a chance. And that's it. That is us. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.